Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, guys. Welcome to our show. Today we discuss the difference between search intent and user intent. It's very important because if you want to get traffic on Google, if you want to get this organic reach, you need to consider before creating content. I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Johans Faupal. How are you? Thank you. I'm fine. And you? I'm doing great. Yeah, we chatted a little bit about search intent, user intent before the podcast. And yeah, I remember many years ago, uh, probably, yeah, that was in 2008 when I started my first online project. I didn't consider search intent. I didn't consider user intent. I uh, created only e-commerce content. Google ranked well, but things change many times because Google is updating the system a lot. And today I think more about users than about search engines. Before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, and why you have so many books on your background. Because I'm very curious, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm, I cannot um, stand and be bored. And so I'm, I'm studying all the time and I'm looking for new content and new ideas and uh, something about my background you wanted, yeah. So um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I am I'm wearing two hats. The the one hat is uh, I'm systemic counselor and therapist here in Frankfurt, and I'm doing supervision and coaching on the here on the screen uh, online, but and also in real life. And the other um, the older hat I have on is my marketing. This is since 1993. I'm doing marketing online marketing too, and yes, that's and I'm living here in Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Uh, let's start uh, from the basic. Can you tell how to learn search intent, user intent, and what kind of difference between them? First of all, um, you should switch off your um, you should switch off in your Mac or your PC and first think a little bit uh, because um, mm-hmm. there's. Uh, we are we are used now to to uh, use some uh, tools online tools something like SEMrush or Ahrefs, and they are offering us some uh, ideas about um, user intent or search intent rather. And I noticed uh, over the years that they aren't um, any any um, synonyms. They are quite different. And I, let me explain mm-hmm. you this by a little ex, um, example here. If someone is Googling for um, headache tablets, you know, headache medicine, so um, you could assume that his, his, the search intent is, is a pharmacy, right? But um, the person in real um, maybe has some, just another user intent, just to, not to get rid of headache, but to get healthy. Maybe this person is concerned somehow or has some um, st- stresses in the in the background in the life and just looking for a broader content and not just only for a tablet you know and th- I think the mistake we um, we often do is that we assume that the concrete and sharp um, written down um, query is, is synonymous with the um, user intent and that's not right Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, how it's important to optimize today uh, by considering this intent? Uh, because, you know, it's interesting. 
uh, I mentioned in the beginning of podcast that uh, I didn't consider intent because uh, Google ranked well, uh, then things change and I got it. It's important to think more about users, uh, but we don't need to forget about search engines. And I know when content creators can share value as much as possible, but if they don't uh, optimize for search engines, they can't get results. So can you tell uh, how it's important today to uh, consider intent before creating content? Because uh, the, the search engines become more and more intelligent and they are um, they are making like hypothesis about um, the, the background of the user intent or the search intent. And therefore, if you want to market, let's assume you want to market um, pharmacy against headache. Let's let's stay at this um, example. So you should not only mention the the the, um, the tablets themselves, but also um, you should talk about how can uh, headache be caused by stress, by um, less um, sleep in the night by uh, too many tasks at once and just to talk more from the broader um, um, background uh, around and so maybe the tablet may be a solution for the situation right now but if you are as a pharmacy supplier you are offering more content not only just to hit uh, the the pain um, but to avoid um, future pain you will have a big um, sympathy uh, about uh, in, your, in your audience. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I opened your LinkedIn profile because I love opening LinkedIn profiles. And I found that you uh, share a lot about your coaching. Uh, I want to ask about that because, you know, for example, we created SEO cars with plus 20 top SEO experts, including Lily Ray, Maggie, Mike Phillips. Uh, uh, many others, great experts, Olga Zar, um, and you know, um, that was interesting. Uh, I found that many students, uh, have no time to take course. They started and, uh, bounce fast. It's the same with, uh, any other content. For example, according to data, people read only 5% uh, of all books. So uh they bounce uh because it's boring uh they bounce for example on youtube 80 percent of people bounce uh in the first uh, 20 seconds uh i think it's the same with any type of content and i'm interested about how uh, tell your customers or companies that uh, who hire you uh, about uh, creating non-boring content. Let me explain why. You know, for example, uh, if I take any book from Jack London, you know, I can feel that I'm part of the journey. I can read the whole book. I can forget about uh, sleep, about meal, about water, because I live on this book. My mind is uh, on this adventure. Uh, but if I take some business books, you know, they're good for sleeping. You know, when you have problems with sleep, uh, uh, you can sleep well all night. You don't need medicine, pills, anything. You know, you, you mentioned about headache. Yeah, you, you can get headache as well. But, you know, uh, can you tell how to teach companies about creating non-boring content that people want to consume until the end? Yes. Um, first of all, you have to be... Um, you have to offer something different. Now, um, 
let me show you just I'm drawing all the time. You see here? Mm -hmm. And yeah. let's talk about headache. So if if I will show you this here, can you do you have an imagination of what headache can cause? Mm, yeah, I can. <laughs> too, many, too many tasks, you know, too many mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. uh, simultaneous, too many tasks, too many ideas and so on. And the first I I'm doing all the time is to, to draw something and to and to bring something uh, live, which is not um, people are not used to, and they they stick to it. Uh, and the mm -hmm. same in my coaching processes. I, I um, published uh, several books, and all these books have uh, a lot of drawings inside. And you know, by mm -hmm. the way, Google really loves just so simple uh, pictures like this one here, and just the opposite of any stock um, imaging. If I, I have several websites where they are really ranking brilliant just with little drawings. And this is the answer to your question. Just be mm -hmm. be be simple and be be sticky. Yeah. Be sticky. Just the, the people see so, such a picture like this here for the first time and they ask him, what, what is this all about here? And okay, is this a, a picture for headache? So um I should maybe I should think about what I am what is the, the overload in my head. Maybe I do not need any tablets, just I have to withdraw something from my daily plan. Is it a little mm. bit makes sense a little bit for you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, uh, I wanna ask more about that. You know, uh, according to some uh, studies data, uh, companies usually implement forty percent of all recommendations. So, for example, if they pay ten thousand dollars for consulting, uh, they implement only uh, tips for uh, four thousand dollars. So they waste six thousand uh, dollars. And um, I researched what's going on, and I found um they wanna get simple solutions uh sometimes uh, companies coaches mentors provide uh, more data than they need you know uh, they they have resources uh and i remember when jeff bezos uh, the research team asked him uh, to give more time to research about a new product uh, and he denied he told, no, guys, uh, we have enough data. We need test, we need experiment, we need implement to figure out what's going on. And this product is Alexa. Today, almost all US uh, homes have this product. Uh, uh, and uh, I found that uh, mentors usually give more to their clients than they can implement. And uh, people uh, can... Uh, uh, you know, they can lose priorities. For example, I have uh, 100 tips uh, and I don't know what to take, what to do. Can you tell your methods how to explain about priorities uh, and simplify uh, the process of transferring data? Because sometimes we can give data to uh, some specialists. They need to share with uh, decision makers to transfer to uh, other people who are responsible you know for implementation any insights about that so uh the, the question is um how how much uh, in in depth you should go with the content right yeah 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 um i think you should look for uh, really long tail keywords long tail search terms and um seldom ask questions this is my favorite 
and you should explain it um, in depth, but um, don't overthink it in, in Zoom. If someone, uh, let me give you the opposite uh, example. If someone asks you uh, what time it is, you won't tell him this whole, whole story of developing the watch and the clock, right? From the first mm -hmm. set and so. Mm -hmm. And that's, um, you, you cannot explain everything online. Uh, I think if it is um, um, going, if you are, um, going a transformation to some online coaching or some newsletter you can provide more um, more information but uh, this older concept from really long 10,000 word articles I think this is dead now uh, and I have some surprising um, surprising ranking um, successes that means uh, 300 200 word um, articles which uh, with a really uh, competing to others uh, to one two thousand they are ranking first this has something to do with what's uh, uh, you, do you know um Koray Tukberg Güber right yeah, Koray mm -hmm. from Istanbul and uh, he yeah. mentioned this in in his uh, talks about um information and retrieval costs for for the search engines and I think this is a really uh, a huge factor that you should um make uh, some you should shouldn't make them too many work and, and cost too many costs and the shorter your content is and the sharper your content is the less they have to do the, the right answer and there was a trend some years ago some you know, maybe two three years ago that everybody uh, assumed that i have to write more and more and this will impress the search engine and oh, that's not right it shocks them i think <laughs> uh, I think, you know, content creators don't understand uh, the average data because some studies show that uh, uh, most content in the top 10 have uh, plus 2000 words. But it doesn't mean that you need to write 2000 words because some content have it, you know, it depends you now. So, yeah, we need to research to understand. And I usually tell writers uh, don't write for the sake of writing. Forget about that. If you can't share more, skip it. You know, it's enough. <laughs> you know, then trying to uh, do it for the sake of uh, uh, ins uh, insertion of all these words. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's talk about long tail keywords. Uh, can you tell, for example, uh, if I take topic, I don't know, weight loss. Yeah, weight loss. Uh, if I search on SEMrush, I can get like weight loss reviews, weight loss pills, uh, weight how to lose weight fast, and similar keywords. Uh, how to choose between them long tail keywords that I can create content? Because you know, I see when webmasters put to their content plan more than they implement because uh, most companies have limited resources. For my website, I have only two my hands, not more. You know, so I can write only uh, a few texts a week. You know, uh, if we are talking about quality. So, can you tell, for example, if I have thousand keywords, a lot of them, how to choose priorities and uh, submit to your content plan? Um, without any tool, without any tool, first you have to cluster them and you have to to uh, sharp your mind, sharpen your mind on your topic. And I, I think it's it's difficult to write about something you have no clue about, right? Mm -hmm. And many 
content writers are forced to do so. Just they they get some content brief and and they have to write down. They still us uh, still are working with uh, some idea of main keyword which which really doesn't exist anymore. Um, if you are following Korai in in Istanbul, you will see just another cosmos of um, of search engine understanding, and therefore there is no no longer concept like like. Um, main keyword and uh, you have to cluster it first really with your mind you have to think about what would i search for if i would be in the role of the uh, of the client outside and then just you have to test it you have to, you have to test what will go uh, you have to watch your your um, search console and to to look for yeah low hanging fruits as we know and um, but really first you have to think about the history in in the mind why does somebody look for x yeah for weight loss yeah why does somebody become overweighted um, and, and you have to think about uh, is it does it have to, something to do with the, the age or with the personal living situation and so on and so you will find a broader um, a broader um, background for the uh, search query, and you can um, integrate this in your in your content. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I'm interested about uh, you know books that you have on your background. You know <laughs> because I love reading books, uh, and I remember I had problems to overwatch TV. Right now. I skipped this bad habit. I replaced with a good habit to read books. And um, once I got the question, what kind of books I read about SEO? You know, I didn't read any book about SEO, but I read a lot of books about digital marketing, about marketing. Uh, and uh, I think, you know, today SEO is more related to marketing than ever. You know, because I know some webmasters, content creators who don't know how search engines uh, rank content. They don't know about algorithms, but they know how to help people, support them. And Google uh, creates all these algorithms to satisfy user intent, uh, help people. And uh, if you can do it, then Google will feed more, bring more traffic. So can you tell about uh, marketing books? What kind of books uh, or any other books you can recommend uh to students or webmasters who wanna uh get some interesting ideas about creating content uh, dictionaries you should you should uh, look for dictionaries for synonyms yeah you should mm -hmm. if you have the idea of um, providing some content let's um, about holidays maybe or, or about sh uh, shipping or i don't know what um you just have first you don't you don't have um to, to look for some seo tricks they don't work maybe they work black hat still works some some kind of working but i have no no idea of that but first you have to make really a um topical research and then i'm, I'm again um citing um Corey from from um istanbul there is no you have you have to write a good topical map topical research you should do and topical research means also um, semantic research what are people what are synonyms of uh, some main queries you, you have and then you will develop a, a, a bigger story behind your 
your short-term um, query. And books, oh, um, content, chemistry, this is a book I really like. Um, and I think everything, don't make me think, this is a um, good book, I, I, I like also. Um, but first of all, you should look for good design. Netherlands design, they are really world, world famous. Uh, just to look what are good proportions for for a website and but I think people still are looking for some um, yeah books and and uh, um, articles about SEO tricks and they aren't there aren't any SEO tricks. Mm -hmm. If you have uh, loading time maybe a half a second longer, so yes, on the on the calculation they will lose some traffic maybe but if you have a burning content the the loading time isn't that um, important anymore so i don't know if this is an answer for you on this question but i have not i have no no this seo book um there's from no i, I don't know yeah i you know i think you know books can help if you read a lot you know if you read not uh, a few books but 100 books uh, so if you get uh, if you learn from them you can create your own ideas you don't need to implement totally the same but uh, books can help and show uh, the right way uh, let's talk about creating high quality content you know uh, quality is subjective we don't know it's quality not quality because you know when i uh, write an article i always feel wow it's the best article ever but it's my feeling now some content creators can feel the same about their yeah. articles and uh, google will choose uh, which article is better to rank and um, uh, on in our course we spend so much time by uh, sharing how to create high quality content with personalization, simplicity, uh, thinking about user intent. Um, and uh, even it's not about SEO, it's more about uh, creating content that will work for all marketing channels. Uh, can you tell how to estimate quality? Because, you know, if you have experience, you can, you, you can feel it, you know, but without experience for newbies, uh, webmasters, who jump on this field, who want to get organic reach. Can you tell uh, how to estimate quality in the beginning? Um, yes, you have to study the, the top 10, the top 20 maybe, and then you have to separate yourself, switch off the machine and write maybe uh, with another one or, or just go offline. Because the, the most tools, they are um, crawling the first 10, pay, uh, 10 results and give some recommendations and okay tf idf is this a, it is a, still a good concept yeah to to enrich the the content with uh, certain keywords but um if you are comparing the first 10 results you will find a soup everybody is is um, similar to the other to the next one and so there's a fight just maybe the, the first three four pos positions change but this is there's nothing new really uh, nothing nothing very um unique on the first page mm -hmm. so how to get there just to, to look what they are talking about and not only to fill the content gaps just to you have to um tell really a good story you have to tell a story that is 
diff different from from all the other stuff and yes this is demands a lot of time and in former times when i was just a copywriter i i, I wrote something for for clients and i and i knew that i, I know today that there are content platforms uh, i don't want wanted to name them now but you know um, what i'm talking about and the briefs they are just um fighting uh, against each other to to reach um to write content for just for ranking sake and that's the the big mistake so you have boring contents in, in, in the broad topics and um, really interesting topics in interesting text you will find um, uh, around the, the, the long long term queries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got it. Valuable. Uh, I can't avoid topic about AI. It's not only trending, it's hot topic for a long time. And uh, we know about ChatGPT, about other AI tools. Uh, I use them before ChatGPT. Uh, but I found that many content creators overuse AI tools. That means, uh, you know, they think that AI is a golden button. Even my AI tool that I, I have on my website, you know, if you open unmiss.com, you can see, uh, uh, you can add your website and uh, click golden button it's called golden button and get uh, uh, writing text for all website pages guys it's not golden button <laughs> it's only uh, generating generic text that you can optimize then you can uh, make uh, more unique and for me you know uh, ai is the best rewriting tool ever but who cares about rewriting? <laughs> Nobody needs it. Yeah, grammar is good. Everything looks good. But can you tell how to use AI in the right way? Because, you know, I found all, not almost anyone, anyone, all writers that I cooperated before use AI today. You know, if you cooperate with all experts who uh, wrote text for you, remember, they use AI because you can't hide it uh, but uh, you know uh, I usually uh, reach out to them we have some discussions and tell please don't use AI it's not because quality is not good it's because uh, nothing special it's the same stuff that we have online and I need something new I need storytelling I need uh, fresh data inside but anyway, uh, you can use AI for the sake of getting ideas, editing text. Can you tell your methods how to use AI in the right way? Uh, well, uh, I, I don't know if, if I'm uh, so wise to talk about how to use it in the right way, but I know how not to use it. And uh, <laughs> it is um, AI, all the, the AI content till now is limited to the depth of the content they are, had, had been scraping before. You, you, you won't, AI, I don't think that AI will once be capable to, to be really creative from, to, to um, set together for the first time um, in, 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 in mankind, um, things that didn't fit together um, before. I, I I don't think so. So you see all the 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 um, AI art. Um, you can say, okay, give me the Mona Lisa with a with a green hat on the on the um, on the head. No, 
this is nothing mm -hmm. special. But um, AI is really good for collecting ideas and topics and questions and keywords also. And then the, the, the real work um, begins and you have to sort it and you have to write good English or good German because um, on the first in the first moments when Jasper and, and Jarvis former Jarvis came out, I was really fascinated. I, I thought I, I have no work anymore. I just can hit the <laughs> button and the rest is, is uh, just writing writing the bill to the client. The first moment I thought and then I saw this is it is it is really writing BS in between yeah not only not always and uh, gpt4 is, is really impressive but you you, uh, you have to be careful and uh, you can you can let write it and uh, hold an article and then write it again and and write it in a, in a new way this is really this will um this will um, be uh, this will avoid that you are doing the same content soup like the other 10 first 10 results in the SERPs. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel AI uh, is similar to a uh, tractor or combine. Now, when farmers got the first tractor, they felt, wow, we, we will lose our jobs because this tractor can do almost anything. Now, but in some time they adapted to drive this tractor you know, and uh, to get better results. And uh, I think AI uh, is the same like tractor because uh, you can learn how to drive AI because uh, even if AI will write all text, uh, someone needs to uh, handle the process, you know, to share comments, uh, to edit, to analyze, uh, Probably, I don't know, but I think uh, writers can adapt to become editors, controllers, you know, managers. Uh, and uh, but today AI is not ready. It's my feeling. It's not ready to replace writers. In future, we'll see. I don't know. I, I it's hard to predict this future because it's only the beginning of this journey. But if it happens, anyway, human can adapt. You know, uh, like to any other technology. Um, I'm interested about common mistakes. Can you list mistakes that companies still do by learning search and user intent and your tips how to find a much better way? Um, they are repeating the, the content from other pages. This is mm -hmm. one of the main, um, main mistakes they are doing. And I think they should talk more to the people. And not only look into the search console; they have to, um, they have to go to the the department in the company where the people are clients are making their um, telling the, the problems, and they have to ask them. And this is really um, an offline work. They have to do more offline work. They have to go on the street and make some interviews. They have to um, talk to the developers in the in the companies, just to get more information about the core people, the core um, um, needs um, people have before they buy. This mm -hmm. is the, 
this, this is today you you switch on your mac or your pc and you have some tools and and within five minutes you know what the world is all about no you don't mm -hmm. yeah so, yeah and this is just i think one of the common mistakes many do that they are too early satisfied with a with a um depth of information they have and they assume every everybody knows um, what i know just you know this is an old human mistake if i'm an expert in my field i think well, this is normal everybody has to know this and no just you have to treat people like uh, there's a company in in the us um this blind five years old you know that no uh this is really really nice name because the name is about um, you have to treat the, the um, search engines like a five-year-old blind uh, child. And mm -hmm. if you explain if to a child which is blind and five years old, then everybody will understand. I think this is you have to to treat your clients like like uh, like babies, and you have to explain really um, with uh, patience and with uh, uh, with friendly, very friendly. You have to explain um, the whole story about your product or service and people mostly um i think they they are quitting the job too early and i think okay let's throw it now uh, here in the in the um on google and see what happens mm -hmm. yeah nice nice uh can you give a strong reason to read your books you know because i love reading books but I have the problem. My time is so limited. Uh, I'm pretty sure in my audience, uh, many people have the same problem. I can't read all books. I can't read a teeny percent of all books. That's why I usually get reviews before reading books. Can you give a strong reason? What kind of benefits I can get by reading your books uh, and how it can help me to be a better marketer or uh, or to get results well my books are not about seo they are about um, psychological um, problems and something like like ocd this is uh, obsessive, mm -hmm. obsessive comp compulsive disorder or burnout stress and anxiety and so uh, for, uh, and i'm i think if it, if you like it it's, it's worth reading them because they are offering you a very simple view on the things um uh on the on the on the circumstances something like this here right i'm, I'm working all the time with uh, some drawings and you will be surprised um if how easy something can be let me give you one example if people um have intrusive thoughts yeah really and they they are wake, waking in the night and they are um chewing the thoughts all the time and I th they think oh how ca how can i get rid of them rid of them rid of them this is not the concept because the more you try to avoid something the more um attention it gets and i'm looking from the from the, from the other side and uh, i'm offering them just to place their thoughts on certain places in, in enough um, distance to them and to look at them that there you might be, for, for instance. Or is uh, um, the other big topic I'm writing about, this is um, depression and um, and the depression and uh, this. Uh, I, I, will, I will just show you here another um, picture. 
depression, this is just one drawing and you see? Yeah. <laughs> what do you this is my depression picture. And ah. if, if you once um, recognize how many burdens you, you how many um, really tons of um, loads you have on, on your head or on your arms, you will have more compassion with yourself and you are more um, prepared to let something go. Yeah? So I'm trying to make it sympathic that people have compassion and self-love getting self-love again and be more friendly to themselves and uh, alarm okay you know the, if there's um, many people are afraid of being afraid mm -hmm. this is um, this is a really um, difficult difficult situation because um, anxiety is something very uh, useful yeah and um, yeah, yeah. I think the answer, the the simpler answer on your question is just um, don't overthink it. Uh, if you have any uh, so-called problems, and just look at your resources, and uh, you will get more satisfaction in shorter time. And the, the same will will be for for SEO and online marketing. This nice. Is yeah. More, it's more more easy than you think. Yeah, I think it's important because. Most people have mental issues, a lot of them have, and uh, distractions, depression, yeah, we have all of them, and I love a book from Dale Carnegie, he wrote this book, I don't remember, many years ago, like 100 years ago, uh, and yeah, it's a great book, uh, you know, how to stop worrying about something, <laughs> uh, yeah, he shared a lot of examples, so I'm looking forward to read your book. I think it's important, you know, because, um, you know, more knowledge you have about this topic, uh, more happy you can be because people uh, think a lot about small problems. But when they get big problems, you know, so they understand uh, that small problems uh, are nothing, you know, compared to some big problems that can get. Yeah, I love it, love it. Um, many, and, many um, are... Um, um in, in developing really big problems from small problems so i wrote mm -hmm. this mind rooms this is one of my pic my my picture books um where you have just like a flat in your head and you can have we have rooms and you can say okay the intrusive thoughts may be here or the there we have some workshop maybe on the other there's a living room uh, attention room something like this and it, it becomes really easy easier mm -hmm. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, I have the question about uh, experience. Uh, it's my last question. Uh, and I have students in my network who start from scratch. I found that even my clients you now who have no idea how SEO works, uh, I usually tell them it's better to, to learn before hiring uh, any specialist. Because uh, experts, uh, specialists can't provide results. We are not magicians, you know. <laughs> uh, you need to understand the basic. That's why we created this course. You know, I shared this course. Uh, if people don't understand how it works, it's better to take the course to spend time. Then you can cooperate with any expert. Uh, can you tell, according to your experience, if you started today from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills, 
completely from scratch. You have now all these books on your background. What will you do to learn more about uh, search and user intent? Uh, I would go to YouTube and um, study first Stanford, uh, the, 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 all the um, concept about linguistics, yeah, about semantic, just to understand the core um, idea of a search engine. And now Google is now a semantic search engine. I, I would, I, I, the, the technical SEO I would set at the, at the end of all the processes, because there we are on, on, on the trick, on the trick area. First, I would, I would in, get in more information about semantics and how are the topics um, set together and how I can write um, my own little um, story so that it can be connected from the outside um to the to the big uh, internet to the world wide web um i think this yeah this is my would be my first step just mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nice nice yeah i think you know a lot of free stuff online on youtube on google so i agree just open youtube uh take my course it costs like ten dollars uh, uh so it's not a lot it's not about uh where you uh get all the skills just do it just learn and practice because you know once uh, someone asked me if i listen all your podcast episodes can i become a great marketer i told no you can't it's not only about over learning it's more about uh practice you need to do you need to do your hands dirty just do it you know get yeah. ideas uh, i i can't consume a teeny percent of new skills that are coming it's impossible but uh i know i have my priorities i have my experience i can go ahead with that so i am on the same boat like many other competitors uh johans it's a big pleasure to get in the show to learn from you tell our audience the best way how to keep learning from you how to reach out to you how to buy your books okay thank you um they can reach out to me for, for, for um about linkedin yeah this is my profile mm -hmm. and johannesfaupel.com and uh, one of my i have two websites with uh, english um, picked uh, books this first one is um, fastestbooks.com and the other one is mindrooms.net mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. you can you can find more more about my um my books yeah nice yeah, guys, you can find the links uh, to the books in the description below, to LinkedIn profile. Uh, listen us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. A big pleasure. Love all your valuable insights. Thank guys, you. thanks a lot for listening and watching us. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.